0: Build a stunning band website in minutes with Banzoogle. Go to Banzoogle.com to start your free 30 day trial and use the promo code MusicBizWeekly to get fifteen percent off the first year of any subscription.
1: Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. I'm one of your two co-hosts, Michael Branvold, and as always I'm joined by Jay Gilbert. How you doing, Jay?
0: Doing well, thank you. As well voice. as
1: as well as could be expected <laughs> in this situation. Yeah, Crazy times. For sure. But the so, show
0: must go on, Michael. show
1: goes on. So, And let me make a quick mention. Uh, right now, we're not recording video um, only because, like many people, we're all now sitting at home. I'm working from home. My wife is working from home. My daughter's doing her school from home. Uh, internet bandwidth is getting maxed out. So we're going to do an audio only today and uh hopefully video or internet bandwidth will get better but uh that's why you don't get to see our beautiful faces this week that's right sorry um all right so real quick shout out thank you to bruce and everybody at Hypebot, and thank you to bands in town for everything you do to support us it is that's greatly right. appreciated
0: and uh jay why don't you give a plug to our first sponsor yeah, and thanks go to Bandzoogle, uh, built by musicians for musicians. Bandzoogle is an all-in-one platform that makes it easy to build a beautiful website and EPK for your music. Bandzoogle powers the websites for tens of thousands of musicians around the world from weekend warriors to Grammy winners. All the f- all the features you need for a professional website are already built in. Hosting and a custom domain name, dozens of fully customizable design templates tools to sell your music and and merch and it's all commission free and that's really important um mailing list tools to grow your fan list and send newsletters social media integrations and live support from their musician friendly team seven days a week music business podcast listeners can go to bandzoogle.com and try it for free for 30 days And use the promo code MUSICBIZWEEKLY. Promo code is MUSICBIZWEEKLY to get 15% off the first year of any subscription.
1: Awesome. And, of course, DiscMakers.com. We know it's a digital world, but there's still an important role for physical media for today's independent musician. Digital royalty payments are so small that selling products like CD, vinyl, and (laughs) T-shirts at gigs... But now you can sell them online and through your virtual streams has become an important income generator. For every CD you sell, you'd need roughly 3,000 streams to make the same amount of money, and that's a lot of streams. Our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your discs and other physical media, including vinyl, USB drives, and even T-shirts. So head over to DiscMakers.com, place an order for 100 or more CDs, Use the code freebiz, once again, that's freebiz, all one word, up to $150 value in free shipping will be given to you. So discmakers.com, order 100 or more CDs, code freebiz, and save on your shipping. And uh, Jay, so it's sort of, I alluded to it just as I was reading the Disc thing, you know, selling merch at your gigs is so important, but guess what? We don't have gigs That's right, right. Now. Nobody's playing nope. gigs right now. But it becomes you, even more important. You can be doing online performances, and we're going to talk about that today with our special guest, Bobby Borg. And yeah. don't forget, yeah, while you're doing these online streams, you can be selling your CDs. You can sell your T-shirts. You can plug That's your right. merchandise. It's not just get online and play and leave. Treat it like a full show. Everything you do live on stage, do it live on the Internet. That's right. So without further ado, stick through to the end. We've got a lot of great discussion and advice about what you can be doing in this current time that we're all dealing with, how you can manage not having live shows and get yourself online. We're joined by Bobby
0: Borg. Today, we are thrilled to have a returning guest, uh, Bobby Borg. You may remember Bobby. uh, He's a musician. He's a a writer. He's an artist advocate and an instructor uh, with music business studies at USC and UCLA. And I'll let him kind of fill in the blanks. But, Bobby, thanks for joining us today. Crazy week.
2: Hey, uh, Michael and Jay, thank you so much for having me on your show. Yes, crazy week.
0: Yeah, I I mean, it's
1: still... I think uh, a bit surreal for everybody everybody is still trying <laughs> to still wrap always. their hands around just what's going on and what do we need to be doing while acknowledging yeah. everything has changed completely that's right oh
2: Hopefully, they're wrapping their washed hands around everything.
1: <laughs> yes,
0: exactly.
1: Exactly. Sanitize.
0: Um, yeah, so, I mean, there's so many different things going on. Sorry, uh, Michael. There's so many things going on with the the music business right now. You know, it, by the hour, we're hearing new stories, you know, about Amazon, you know, halting their, uh, you know, buying of CDs and vinyl and, you know, There's a lot of negative things out there, you know, with the touring industry, and there are a few, you know, uh, bright lights out there. I think one of the things I really want to talk to you guys about today is, you know, some of the opportunities and maybe accelerating technology and tactics that we've used in the past. You know, whether it's, you know, we like to talk about live streaming, for example, and, and some of these other platforms that we use, but adopting to this technology you know it's going to force people into doing things that are a little out of their comfort zone and maybe help some of these platforms develop so there there are a few kind of uh you know opportunities here
2: absolutely yeah i mean i mean and uh you know in 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 the th- in the in the threats that that people see there exist opportunities for sure yeah
1: and and, yeah. and i i i would i would want to just add by opportunities, don't look at this as what's my opportunity to quickly jump out here and take advantage and make money off of all <laughs> yeah. of this. This is not the time to to do to just yeah. flat out do that. You've got to be very yeah. cautious about your messaging and what you're doing, and you've got to even. I've seen a couple of musicians do this, and it really turned me off. You've got to be cautious about just sending out emails saying, "Please, you have to send me money." I'm. I'm. I can't survive if you don't send me money now.
0: And well, that seems a little desperate. It's.
1: It's. It's desperate because basically <laughs> the entire world is in that same situation right now.
0: But there's some cool things that people are. Jay. stories at night, and you know, doing creative things with their socials. You know, that's that's kind of the thing that I'm talking about, you know, and then, you know, we're going to talk a little bit more about, you know, live streaming in a moment. But, you know, Michael and I were talking about this earlier. It's it's challenging, you know, live streaming, you know, for somebody who's tech savvy is is not, you know, rocket surgery. You can do it. But for the average Joe, some of these things are very intimidating and they're not simple. They're uh, they're actually very complex. And difficult for some DIY folks to go on and navigate. And I think some of these technologies that we're going to talk about, the ones that will win, I think, in the long run are the ones that make it so simple that anybody can just pop on their laptop, click a button and go Um, and, and just make it easy.
2: Right, right. I, I agree with with uh, with both uh, of you. Um, you know, uh, obviously, Jay, there's an opportunity um, to 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 become better with technology, and then of course, Michael, I agree with you. This this isn't an opportunity to, you know, let's jump on the virus and, and find a way <laughs> to make you know find a way to make money. Um, however, you know, looking at opportunity sort of in a broad sense, I, th- there's an opportunity here just for you know innovation, innovation in 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 how you approach these live concerts, you know, innovation in maybe um, songwriting ideas you might get or topics that you might come up with, and and to be honest with you, even innovation beyond this crisis, hoping yeah. that there is going to be a beyond. Because I'll tell you, when when this all ends, uh, hopefully, um, there's going to be people that are going to want to go out and uh, and party,
0: and yeah. uh, so 100%. so.
2: Planning ahead to your future uh, tours, hopefully, maybe looking far ahead at this, you know. Yeah. So I th- yeah,
0: yeah. I think that innovation is the key thing here, because let's let's take live streaming for example. Like today, you know, if if we had a band together, we could even from separate, you know, areas, we could do a kind of a live concert together and broadcast that over a streaming platform and again we'll get into some of those platforms in a minute um if you're an artist you know there's all sorts of things you could be doing whether it's you know an acoustic performance of a song or one of these things i saw the other day was uh, really cool kind of behind the music Um, where this woman from this band was sitting there with her instrument and telling how she wrote her part in this song. And I found it really fascinating. It was almost like the uh, Song Exploder podcast, except, you know, simplified. There's a ton of, you know, interactive things that you can do with these platforms that you really don't do live typically. You know, like if you're playing live, um, people can, you know, have requests or So there's a lot of things that you can do with these platforms that are that are interesting and compelling
2: yeah i think uh creativity is going to be really really important with this um you guys because i mean you know just looking out there and doing some 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 research on all this i mean there i I could tell you that there were people that were sort of looking into this already like two months ago you know when things started getting really crazy in china and in italy they already started talking about live streaming so now we're going to see a lot of people live streaming their concerts and it's going to become very competitive. Which live stream do you watch? You know, I'm already getting like 10 or 15 emails about their live stream shows, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's really going to take some, some creativity here. I mean, I can think about myself. What do I have to do right now? I have to exercise in, in my house. It would be great. Maybe if somebody comes up with, a uh, maybe some sort of live streaming exercise music or something <laughs> to keep everybody's heart rate pumped up or something. So you know, <laughs> just, just being creative, I think is going to yeah. be really important in distinguishing yourself from, from the other people that are doing it. Cause there's going to be a lot. You just touched
0: on two things I think that are really key, you know, and one of them reminded me of kind of the Peloton model, but you know, Maybe uh, maybe there should be like a, a TV guide for for live streaming that you can, you know, if anybody wants to build something like that quickly where you can s- simply and easily click a button and see, you know, what's going on with your, you know, your favorite artists, you know, during during the live stream era right now. But I think that this is going to transcend, you know, this virus. I think once people get in there and they see that, A, it's, you know, you can do it. B, that you can actually monetize it and continue to engage your base with it. Maybe, you know, it's going to make this technology something that people put in their their toolbox. Jay,
1: to, to your point of a guide, it was something I was just thinking about this morning, because um, all of this live streaming is pretty much brand new to the vast majority of artists out there. Sure. They, they, they just sure. haven't done. Maybe they played with a Facebook live, but they haven't really streamed performances. Treat your live stream performance or event as a live concert at a venue, meaning add it to your tour dates, add it to bands in town, add it to song kick, make a Facebook live event. Everything you would do to promote a real world show, do the same things when it comes to promoting a virtual show.
0: Yeah, I love that. You know, I did a, a, a Facebook Live thing on live streaming yesterday, and one of the things we talked about was, you know, when you're just what you just mentioned, you know, with bands in town and songkick, and and your Spotify uh, for artists profile, your socials, your email lists, everything that you do, make sure that you're a, you know, publicizing all of this stuff and getting it out to your fan base and potential fans, but it's it can't be like a, a one-off thing. You know, it's got to be Schedule it so you're doing it, you know, every you know week or every night or whatever it is that you can do. Um, make sure that there's a reg- regular schedule. That way your fans know when to tune in. Yeah,
2: right. Ex- exactly. I think these are really, really good points. Um, you know, uh, you're already used to, a lot of people out there are already used to actually doing certain promotional things, as Michael um, pointed out. And continuing to do those things, you know, listing them on bands in town, um, you know, makes a lot of sense. And then, of course, looking for new promotional opportunities as well. Um, For example, on Instagram, they're doing some new things with new uh, Instagram sort of stickers and quizzes and and hashtags that you can use and things like that. So just being aware of some of the new opportunities that are coming out as well. You know, an
1: an opportunity that. I saw, and this is from the venue side of things, um, the Arcata Theater in um, St. Charles, Illinois, which obviously, like everybody in the country, is no longer doing live shows, is actually doing, because many of these better venues are set up for live streams. They're bringing a band in, a performer in, Mm -hmm. and live streaming them from their venue. It's an empty... Yeah, oh, I saw it's Top an empty
0: Murphy's. Do yeah, that. it's an
1: empty theater yeah, for for, for uh, yeah. So so um, so you know maybe may, maybe go out there if there's a venue in town that uh, you know maybe they're closed, but if you know the owner, say, listen, could we go in and do a live stream and we'll promote you and I, I I don't know. This is this is the ideas you've got to think of because what, I
0: think that's a, yeah. Because That's what a great idea, Michael. Um, and and you probably get good lighting and good sound and things like that. And and hopefully you got a real stage.
1: Uh, you got real mics. Yeah, you got everything.
0: Yeah, on St. Patrick's Day they did this Dropkick Murphys one that we watched, and it it sounded amazing. And I I kept watching it. Because they were playing out like they were playing to a crowd, and I was I was thinking there they there can't be a crowd there. And then finally, the one camera panned over just enough where you could see that they're playing to an empty room. Yeah, and uh, it, it was it was it was fantastic. Great point.
2: Yeah, absolutely, because it makes it feel you know it makes it feel like you were getting. You know, what you're used to getting, um, but at the same time, you know, maybe changing it up a little bit to make people really feel that it's happening right now, that it actually is live and they're not just watching a video. Right. Um, and, and I think that's one of the obstacles that that we're going to have to sort of overcome is the fact that, you know, um, people a lot of times go to shows to be part of sort of the interaction or human interaction with people. And it's going to feel a little separate, um, you know, or separated online. You know, it's definitely a wonderful opportunity, I think, and it's it's a good substitute. But nothing, obviously, will replace replace live. So maybe making it feel as live as as possible, such yeah. as by broadcasting at a live club, is uh, I think a really really smart approach. Well, Bob, Bobby, yeah. I'm sure
1: you've got experience with this, but the the bigger bands definitely do. You've got to get used to doing what's called a full dress rehearsal show. Mhm. Which is basically you go onto a stage, you do your full production, lights, stage wraps, everything to an empty hall because you're practicing it to an empty hall, yeah, right? And absolutely. and you know, and I can imagine a lot of the smaller bands that play the local bars and clubs don't do that. They just they get in a rehearsal garage and they hack out the song and th- that's it. They don't necessarily put the time into their actual performance. And I think what we're going to have to see here is bands realizing, okay, we've got to learn how to perform to an empty hall now.
0: <laughs> right. Or to a camera or a laptop. Well, yeah, right? one I camera. Mean, yeah, All and right. that's it's not as easy as it sounds and you'll get better at it when you, you know, you have practice. And and I can say just from doing, you know, live streaming and from podcasts, it's, it's kind of strange sometimes when you're alone in a room and you can see the person on your laptop and you see a little picture of yourself talking, it, it can be kind of distracting, but you know, just do it a few times and you'll get better at it. And the other thing I'll say is that, um, on that live stream that I did yesterday, we were talking with some experts who do a lot of these performances, and they were saying that you don't always have to have uh, a board mix that goes into your laptop. In fact, a lot of these live streams, just right off of a laptop, the sound is actually pretty good.
1: I think that's an important. I think that's an important topic for us to kind of move into, Jay, because. I, I think all three of us, we've had experiences over the years doing live streams with bands. I've, I've done a number of Facebook Lives. I've done some stage at shows. And inevitably, what the first hurdle is, the artist is like, all right, I need to have everybody mic'd. I need to have separate vocal mics, separate mics <laughs> for the drum kit. We got to have lighting. I want two cameras. Can we switch? And... The, answer is, the simple answer is yes, you can do all of that, but it all complicates it because at the end of the day, what you have to do is get all of those mics, cameras, everything fed into basically a laptop. It's all got to get down into something that's going to connect through a USB-C port on somebody's laptop. Right. So right. There, right. That, that, that means mixing boards switching gear all this other stuff again possible but it makes it much more complicated and and i think we all know (laughs) that as artists go that can be a huge hurdle that might even just cause them to throw their arms up and say no i'm not doing this so my my, what i'm getting to is start simple don't think you've got to start like the dropkick murphy's and have multiple cameras with, you know, hand, shoulder cameras and mics and all. That's no, right. Start with your MacBook and the yeah. camera that's on there or maybe the external webcam and use the built-in mic. Make sure you adjust your audio levels, your live audio levels, so you're just not blowing out the mic. Yeah. And do that the first time so you can get accustomed to getting online and doing this. And then... Yeah move up and go okay well how can i do two can i do two microphones and and have them come into the same input yes you can and you can figure it out i just don't want to tell bands go out and immediately spend five thousand dollars to get all this gear because you want it to sound and look perfect that's sort of not what a live show is
0: yeah That Dropkick Murphys thing was, you know, that's, that's, I think they probably already had that room booked and they were already there and and so they did it and I think that's really great, but you make a really good point and that is, you know, you can get really good, especially if it's, let's say it's acoustic, you know, you can get really decent sound just from your, um, your laptop and if you want to graduate, even before you start micing and going through a mixing board, there are a couple of other steps that you might want to try. Um, sure makes this microphone called the MV88 and there's yep. different models of it, but it basically plugs into your phone and it comes with an app and you can EQ it and really get some nice audio for, you know, right off of your phone. And then, Michael, as you mentioned, you know, just graduating from those to microphones through, you know, a small mixing board, um, you can kind of move up the chain from there, but you don't have to spend a lot of money to get decent audio. Yeah, um, I, I, I like
2: everything that uh, that, you, that you guys are discussing. I think it's also really important to, um, as Michael pointed out, you know, um, think about this simple to start off with, you know. And I don't know if you guys are aware of uh, OSCOM's, OSCOM's Razor, I think it is, um, where basically what that says is when there's multiple um, solutions to a problem, choose the simplest one. Yes, sure. <laughs> yep. exactly. Um, Yeah. So and this, you know, I mean, this could really uh, create an opportunity for you too, whether or not you're a loud band or, uh, you know, a a, a band with a lot of players in it. This could you know, you can create maybe different um, presentations of your material, different instrumentation, as Jay pointed out, acoustics with acoustic percussion, maybe um, guests, certain guest features, maybe that you might have. Um, you know, uh, maybe even doing it a cappella. I don't know. It might pr- provide new opportunities for presenting your music that you've never thought of before, mm-hmm. that actually could be really, really interesting. Um, sometimes I think a lot of bands sound better acoustically than they do electrically. So
0: you and me both brother, I, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, we, we talked about a few of those, um, options, you know, like the live concert, acoustic, interactive, that sort of thing. But one, one of the things I saw the other day, which I'd never thought of, and I thought was pretty cool is this artist was, you know, was a rock artist. They were doing like a little kid's concert. You know, and I thought, well, that's kind of a cool twist. You know here here's this like heavy metal artist with an acoustic guitar doing you know kids' classics, you know, You could do wow. your favorite cover tunes. You could even do I, I saw an artist that did something really creative with um, guitar lessons and i thought well that's kind of interesting here's a you know pretty well known guitar player and he's showing you how he played you know some of his riffs and some of his songs and slowing it down for kind of beginners to show them you know how to bend the strings and things like that but i think the bottom line that we're all talking about here is you know keeping your fans engaged in this time when we're social distancing
2: Right, exactly. And knowing exactly, um, uh, you know, what they want and need and and, and what's going to sort of uh, make them happy. You know, is it humor? A lot of people need a lot of cheering up right now. You know, is it storytelling? You know, so really kind of thinking about who your audience is and then allowing your audience's insights to make decisions about the platforms you choose, the payment structures you choose, you know, the presentations you pursue, you pursue, uh, you decide to choose. So, yeah, that's a really important um, point, Jay. We can't forget about knowing our customers and, and sort of our fans and, and sort of, you know, giving them what they want and sort of appealing to them. So You know, Bob, Bobby, I think,
1: I think that's a good good segue into some of the basic services that are out there that people are familiar with and, and, and the differences, um, you know, from full featured to no features, from... One click, you're online free, to, you know, a lot of paid. setup. I, I, exactly. Um, you know, I think we're all familiar with Facebook Live, Instagram Live, going on Twitter Live. You know, you take your smartphone or your your iPad and you click the live button and you just start broadcasting. And it's as simple as that. But keep in mind things that you don't get with something like that. You don't have the ability to have a tip jar. You can't sell tickets. You can't gather registrations for the event. Um, there's nothing wrong with those services, but they. I guess what we're getting to here is they serve different needs. That's, That's right. Absolutely. Yep.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. And and of you, course, uh, Jay. Um, uh, you know, I I I saw some of the material that you had written about this, and and you you have this very very in depth sort of. Uh, uh, map, you know, uh, of, of all the different, uh, you know, platforms yeah. that exist out there and what, and, yeah. you know, and, and what is for what, you know, this is for paid, this is for subscription, this is, that's for, right. Yeah. So that was quite impressive. So, well, and, you
0: and- know, we're trying to make it easy for people to, you know, Michael set this up perfectly. You know, there's a lot of different platforms out there and they're not all created equal, but they don't need to be, you know, there's free platforms, you know, there are ones, if you want to get paid, you know, and let's, you know, I'll just add a high level, you know, some of the free ones, you know, Twitch, YouTube Live, Facebook Live, Instagram Live, LinkedIn Live, which Michael and I did, which was pretty cool. Uh, Google Hangout, things like that. On the pay side, you know, at least today, and this is all evolving and is probably changing while we're on this call. But, you know, Stage It, you know, which I've done uh, a couple of campaigns with, and I know Michael has too. Well, Jay, Jay let's, um, be, let's be clear. By paid...
1: That doesn't mean you have to pay to use stage it. Stage it's free. That's right. to use as the artist. if you sell I mean, you, get, you, you, you can't
0: get paid if you
1: want. right. you can get you can get paid. you have an ability to sell tickets and and collect right. tips, which is which is really important because at the end of the day, you're lo- you've lost a whole bunch of live gigs and you're trying to supplement them now with virtual gigs. And is there a chance to make money off of it? There sure is. But it's also not the time yeah. to get greedy and immediately go, well, I'm going to charge ten dollars to my first stage at concert. Um, yeah. Jay, Jay, you just heard you heard from no, somebody, you know, that said basically they they they've generated more money off of tip jars than they do from selling tickets. That's right.
0: Yeah, that's right. And, and thank you for clarifying that when I say these free uh, platforms. Um, free and paid. I'm talking about you getting paid or doing a show for free. And, and, and thanks for pointing that out. You know, with, um, you know, just there's a couple more on the pay side that people that I know have used or I have used. Stage is probably the one that I would recommend today only because it it is designed for, you know, you, you can get you can sell tickets. You can get paid. You can have a tip jar. They just recently upped, upped their artist payouts to 80%. Um, Crowdcast is one. Um, Patreon is powered by Crowdcast. That's that's another good one that I've heard. I haven't used it. Um, and even our friends at Banzoogle. Um, you know they have fan subscription uh, capability there there's some things you can do there there's all sorts of things like you know Zoom and Vimeo and all these different things and we can talk about some of these but I, I think for the end-user Michael we talked about this a little earlier one of one of our concerns is that you know a lot of these aren't super easy for a novice to do
1: exactly
2: right yeah that, that, you know, so so I think this is also where it's really important for people to really think about what it is they're trying to do. In other words, looking at their goals. So when when people might have two, two goals, typically, of, of any company, right? It's to build awareness or it's to make sales. So if you're just trying to build awareness, uh, probably going back to our, you know, our OSCOM Razor's equation of just picking the simplest option would probably make the most sense. If you're like literally trying to make sales and monetize and make money, then obviously you're going to have to get busy and learn some of these um, more complex uh, platforms. I, 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 yeah. I would suggest. I, I,
1: I, I would I would add what goes along with that is also what are your available resources? Meaning, do you have money to potentially spend to get better gear, equipment that you might need? online subscriptions that you might need and do you have (laughs) a team around you and that might even just be one person who's uh, has has a strong technical understanding that can piece Mm -hmm. together some of these systems so if you've got those resources yeah yeah, you might want to look at something like uh, a, a twitch but if you don't have resources you're going to find some of them are just very intimidating and, and complicated and multi-step processes to just get online.
0: Yeah. Especially if you want to monetize, I think that adds a level of complexity.
2: And I think also, you know, of course to add to resources, Michael, is the resource of time too, as well, you know, yeah. um, there are a lot of people that are still working from home and they're not just sitting around looking at a computer. So um, yeah, so resource of time. You know what what is gonna what is gonna be the most time efficient based on what your what your life is and what your your daily uh, obligations are. I think is really important to consider too, as well, of course.
1: And and um, you know what, a couple of things that, as Jay mentioned, I've done some stage it's in the past. Stage it's got a an ability to actually do a sound check, which is a really cool little feature. Whereas something like Facebook Live, you hit the button live and you're live as. You know, and, and, That's right. and, and we and we've probably all seen videos where somebody's like, Oh crap, I got the camera facing the wrong direction. Oh <laughs> crap, I forgot to rotate the camera. Oh, I muted my yeah. mic. You know, the the first the first two minutes of a Facebook Live is spent with that user correcting everything. Where on stage it you can schedule your formal show, but then you can do a private sound check, which is so critical to make sure you've got the camera working right, the microphone working right, how's the lighting look? Because there are things like this that you're going to have to start taking into consideration now. is Okay, I'm going to do this performance from my living room. What's the lighting look like? Are you going to be in shadows? Are you going to be washed out? Um, Do you have a big patio door that's blaring sunlight through it? You know, a sound check gives you the ability to do that. And check audio levels and check how it sounds just like a true sound check and, and a fun fun aside one of the clients I did this with did a sound check on stage it and it looked great and it sounded great and everything was perfect so the show was 30 minutes later so we come back 30 minutes later well in that 30 minute time the artist decided he wanted to use a different microphone so he he changed oh. his micing setup after the sound check was successful. Guess what happened in the live what show? Wrong? The mic didn't work because it wasn't sound checked, and he didn't have it wired right. The key here is, you know, this, this is very basic. Once you do a sound check, you don't change anything. <laughs> don't, don't change your amps. Don't change guitars. Don't plug in different mics. I mean, would you go to a sound check at a real venue? Do a perfect sound check, and then have your crew come in and change all the gear out. That's, that's yeah, not how that's, it works. That's,
2: that's why they call it the sound check, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Check the sound. Check the
1: sound. The so, 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 stage it gives you that ability. Take advantage of that feature. The the other thing that I think is so critical to add here, and and we even experienced this just in recording the show, is the number one factor that's going to determine whether you've got a good live stream or not is your bandwidth that's it right you can have the best cameras in the world the most expensive mics the mixing board everything if your bandwidth sucks it's not going to look good and and to that tune what i always advise people is don't use wi-fi do not use wi-fi repeat after me Do not use (laughs) use Wi-Fi when you do live streams. Use an Ethernet cable connected straight into your Internet router. It is a significantly faster experience because Wi-Fi is always slower than a cable connection.
0: And one of the things I tell people, because I've seen this happen before, even if you have a fast connection, Look what's going on with your machine. I mean, uh, there was one time where the uh, the uh, bandwidth just totally dropped, and it's because the computer started to do its regular backup, and it was taking hogging all the bandwidth. And you know, like you mentioned earlier, Michael, when you're at home with the family and you've got kids, and they're on uh, they're on Wi-Fi playing games or doing things. It's you know it's going to bring some things. You've got yeah you,
1: you've got to think of all that stuff like yeah if you're if you're on a shared internet connection, try and tell everybody else who's sharing it to stop for the next half hour, please. Yeah. It will impact you, but that's also why maybe there's an advantage to find that venue that is now dark, but has an internet connection. You get the whole internet connection to yourself. That's yours yeah. now.
0: Yeah. And I'm sure there's a lot of venues out there, sadly, like that. I wanted to move into, um, you know, we're talking about live streaming and live streaming platforms and things you can do during this, you know, ways to, you know, continue to engage with your base during all of this. But there's some things that Michael, you touched on a moment ago, you know, uh, when you were talking about Songkick and Bands in Town and things like that, and and it, I kind of put it under the umbrella of optimization. So, you know, like driving traffic to these things that you're doing and there there are obvious things. Um, like if you have a newsletter and hopefully you do, you know, have an email list, you can let people know that way. And there's obvious things like driving traffic via socials, but maybe some things that aren't so obvious, you know, like you mentioned, Michael, with bands in town and, and Song Kick and your Spotify uh profile, you know, but they're also um, you could list your online events with uh, local event calendars. You oh, know? yeah. And you can reach out to, you know, outreach to local bloggers or music bloggers. And, you know, there. when you're posting things, if you are posting some of these events or having them archived on YouTube, make sure that in that description there's, you know, the proper information and, and links. Um, I just want to talk about that for a moment. Like, if if you're an artist what are some ways, you know, that you can kind of keep your fan engaged and reach out to them other than just posting, you know, on socials?
2: I always like to remind people of, you know, the different promotional strategies that exist, um, just so that when they're thinking about promotion, they don't think about just the internet. So there are, essentially about 10 different types of, pr- of promotion that you can think about there's um publicity and some of these crossover between you know um you know the internet and you know online and offline but there's publicity there's advertising there's the internet there is street marketing there is word of mouth marketing there yeah. is radio promotion there is sponsorships there is direct marketing there is sales promotions, and there's also face-to-face uh, promotion as well, which you're probably not going to do a whole lot of right now. But um, now
0: six feet uh, away.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's important to think about these ten different types of, of promotion because within each one of those categories, there's tons of different ideas that you can um, you can employ. I mean, yeah. let's just take um, direct marketing right now. People might not think about this, but you know, maybe old school is new school at this time. Like maybe this could be a time where reaching out to your fans um, you know, via phone, if you have their phone numbers, you know, and just reaching out to each one of them saying, Hey, we're just like giving you a call to say hi and see how you're doing. We've got this concert planned for that kind of
0: thing. Yeah. You know I think that's a really good idea, Bobby. And it just it it reminded me of Um, that clip that we've all seen on the news over in Italy with everybody standing on their balcony, you know, singing along to one of their neighbors or doing a dance lesson with one of those neighbors. I, I love that. I love the community part of that. And if I lived in one of the buildings, like when I used to live in San Francisco, we had a a building like that where you could see the building across the street and all the different apartments facing your building. Man, that would be so fun to have somebody stand out there with their guitar or however, you know, your horn or whatever it is and have a little mini concert perform it. You could even live stream that. You know, I love I love the way people are thinking. There's
2: a great clip of um, a, a gentleman in China out on his balcony with his whole like um, his whole rig, his whole DJ rig set up, and he's like, <laughs> he's blasting it like you know to That's all of awesome. the other apartments. Yeah, it's totally cool. That is. It's uh, cool. it's it's what's nice to see is also the, the spirit um, that is involved. And, you know, this might be kind of moving things for one second into another direction, but, you know, let's just think about the spirit of music. You know, this virus can, can keep us all indoors and, and can put some fear into us. But the one thing that keeps everybody connected is music. And -hmm. the power of music is just, is just such an amazing and, and beautiful and beautiful thing. And it's just
0: great to be part of it, you know, Well said. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah, that,
1: that's, um, I, I think, you know, what sort of comes out of this whole conversation is this is the time to embrace technology, not be afraid of it, and get creative. You can't just hold yourself up and give up and throw your arms up in the air and say, that's it, career's over, it's history. Right. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, this is a quick shock to the system. As everybody says, we're going to come out of it. We'll
0: come out we of are. this. And, and, and I love Pe- the innovation that, yep. that we're talking about. You know, I think one, one last thing on the innovation thing that um, I read about that I thought was really cool is they're they're having these drive-in concerts. So it's like you're going to a drive-in movie. <laughs> but you drive in, you stay in your car, and the band's performing on the stage, and the sound is coming through the little speaker <laughs> that you put in your car. And look, you know, there are all these ideas, you know, from your, you know, your DJ on the balcony that you just mentioned or or all of these things. Be innovative and try some of these things out. I think it's going to, to Michael's point, I think it's going to make us stronger in the end. And if I can, you know, give one little plug to our, our mutual friend, uh, Gigi Johnson, you know, from UCLA, she put together this. It's called the COVID 19 Music Resources Idea Board, and it's one of these Trello boards. And if you just Google, you know, COVID 19 Music Resources Idea Board, Gigi Johnson, you know, you'll see it up there, but people are contributing it. It's kind of um, crowdsourced, and there's all sorts of great um, things in there, ideas. resources you know virtual music events directory and maybe create your own or or do something but i uh, don't just take it don't just sit there and whine and complain that you're not playing gigs or you're not growing your audience find a way to do it
2: absolutely um jay and mike you know you're right i mean we we will come out of this and this isn't the time to freak out i think this is the time to take advantage of you being trapped inside to really, really hone your skills and, you know, become a better songwriter. There's tons of courses and things available online that you can take. You know, really hone your internet marketing skills. There's tons of classes. Record a and new a album. <laughs> exactly, you know. And and people are, there's a lot of companies that are really doing their part to help people. Moog and Korg are offering free software apps. Um, Avid is offering free um, software to, to students that are now That's sort of you know, cool. locked in their house. And yeah, you know, a lot of people are doing some really amazing things and waiving fees and service charges and things like that. This is the opportunity to really you know, I personally used to love when I would go out on the road, and the reason why, and, and this might sound selfish, and I apologize if it does, but because it isolated me from my typical domestic responsibilities.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Your and honesty I, is refreshing.
2: And I could just, you know, and I could just um, sit on the tour bus and like catch up on tons of reading and catch up on tons of like o- other things because I knew when I would go back home and I have to spend more time with my family. And, of course, I, I cherished my family and-, and loved doing that. Of course. But, you know, I, I use the isolation um, sort of time to really like, you know, in a positive way. Things. Absolutely. Yeah. And this is the time. For that, right now, absolutely, sit at home, write that next best record. You know, take advantage of all these resources that people are making available, and 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 excel. Because when we come out of this, you guys, there's going to be a lot of opportunities. Um, you know, so I would even be looking ahead again, as I pointed out before. You know, what's going to happen when we come out of this? You know, in the financial market, they there's a saying. You know, the best time to buy stocks is when there's blood on the streets. You know. Mm-hmm. So maybe the best time right now to be thinking about your next strategies is right now when, when everybody is sort of feels like, you know, um, a little freaked out by all this
1: stuff. Yeah. This is the
2: time to be ahead.
1: Yeah, I mean, let, yeah. Let, let, let's be honest. We're all basically in a shelter-in-place type of mode right now. And when that's lifted, people are going to be swarming out to go to places. When the bars reopen, when the clubs reopen, when yeah. the touring is allowed to begin people are Mm -hmm. going to want to get back out fast so this too shall pass yeah make sure you're you're thinking about that make sure you're planning ready for that we don't know when it's going to be but you can you can start preparing for it and and my final my final comment is all of this new stuff that you're kind of venturing into right now when we've passed through it don't just stop doing it keep doing it keep doing the virtual yeah. shows while you do live shows keep doing yeah. the online Q&As keep doing all of this stuff that you've just discovered how to do
0: yeah i i agree you know i used to work with a, a guy who used to say you got to build the well before you're thirsty and now you're you're in a position where you, maybe you have a little downtime maybe you know to to your point not only can you be creative uh, with your art, but start planning ahead uh, for what you're going to do after this whole thing is, uh, is over. Um, Bobby, you, you do so much stuff. I've been seeing, you know, your educational videos. I've been seeing, you know, a, a lot of things that you're up to. You're, you're a really busy guy. Where can people find you and, and learn more about what you're up to? Well, right now they can yeah. find them at home. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Knock on my door, I'll be here. Um, right, we'll be right uh, over. Thanks, Jay. Yeah, I do um, have uh, obviously um, a new podcast that I launched about two weeks ago. Um, obviously, if you go to my website, www.bobbyborg.com, you can just sign up for the mailing list. And what I do is release um, a video every Tuesday, just very, very short 10 minute um, clips where I've interviewed multiple uh, different people on a variety of different subjects. So it's not just like how to get better with your online marketing and how to monetize and things like that. It's also things like sexual harassment, and music, drug addiction and music, um, you know, things of that nature, um, yeah. meditation and music. So, um, yeah, so feel free to, uh, to go over that and check that out. And then of course, um, recently I've re released, um, uh, the versions of my book, music marketing for the DLR musician. It's now in its second um, edition and also thank business yeah thank you and those are in their second editions and by the way uh, Jay uh, you're in them so <laughs> yeah,
0: thank you thank you very much and I, I was a big fan of the books even before uh, I got a chapter in there but um, we've had you on the show before talking about it and whenever I talk to people about you know kind of music marketing music industry uh, your books are always highly recommended so that's good news that those have been refreshed and out
2: Absolutely. Yeah. They just came out about a month ago or so. So,
0: yeah. So that's
2: pretty much what I'm up to. And then, of course, um, just my, my, uh, I do, I'm involved heavily in education. So I'm very, very busy speaking at major uh, universities and lecturing. Um, And then, you know, just hanging out online with the rest of you guys.
0: Uh, (laughs) Exactly. All right. Well, keep, keep the music down. We're trying to work over here. All right. (laughs) Don't, don't, don't use up all the bandwidth either. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I hear you Bobby,
0: it's been a pleasure. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Um, we'll have you on again, of course, and uh, keep up the great work. and for those listening, you know, go check out his uh, his books and video series and podcasts, and you're a busy guy. You must be caffeinated, Bobby, but keep up all the good work, man.
2: Yeah, thank you very much. Thanks, and to Bobby. you guys as well. Yeah, absolutely. Your podcast is one that I recommend to all all my uh, students. so thank you. Thank you. I- I'm sending a lot of people your way.
0: All right. Greatly appreciated. All right. Well, stay safe out there, Bobby. We'll talk to you soon, man. Take okay, care. Thank
1: you so much, guys. Take Bye. care. Cheers. Discmakers.com. Use code FREEBIZ for ground shipping on CD orders of 100 units or more, $150 value. Hope Jay, hopefully out of that conversation, you can walk away with one thing
0: that you want to Oh, my to gosh. Do at least. Yeah, there, were, there was a lot there and a, a lot of good advice. And, you know, like you said, this this industry, this business, it's it's changed. And I think it will stay changed even when we come out of this in, in a good way, yes. in, a, in a way that using technology a little bit better, we're getting out of our comfort zone and trying different things that maybe we wouldn't have tried otherwise.
1: Yep. Yeah. I, I'm always been a big believer in that, change is is always for the better change is good yeah it's always going to happen so don't freak out when it happens um so let's just do a quick shout out to our sponsors once again uh thank you to Hypebot and uh bands in town bandzoogle disc makers thank you for everything all of you do to support the music biz weekly podcast we greatly appreciate it And one final reminder, if you're watching us on YouTube, hit that red subscribe button. If you're on Spotify, click the follow button. And if you're on iTunes, leave us a review and a rating. And uh, we'll see everybody next week.